up, wake up, wake up. It's time to get your mindset right, get your thoughts right, get your day on track. We help you take flight. Whole lot of knowledge over here. We reading the books. Tony Fleming on top, cause he reading some books. Yeah, he got what it takes. Work hard and play hard. Straight to the bank, gotta visualize it all. Dream pulled on the wall, see it every day. Call after call, we gon' show you the way. Pray you forever, ball the American way. And if you really wanna win, start planning your day. And take your advice from the king, what more can I say? 7 a.m. Yeah. Time to read a book. Get your affirmation, get your thoughts right. Be a leader. Get your vision board. You gotta plan that day. What you listen to and watch at night. Please give me a review also if you can. Um, 
that would definitely help, but make sure you listen to the. And if you want to just listen to the replay today, you can go back to 712-432-1085, same PIN code, 7833-57-POUND, uh, um, and listen to that today. So let me see if I can find that clip again. You know, I bet you, I hope I grabbed the right one here. Let's see here. Because this is, I mean, I hope I can play it and stop it and play it and stop it without it, you know, jamming up on me. But I really want to talk about this because today it really kicked in. See here. Yes, it. 95% of our life is coming from the programs of life, how to live life that we get in the first seven years of life. That's why poor people stay poor and rich people stay rich. The movie The Matrix. All right. He said 95% of our life comes from those programs that we got in our first seven years of life. Our thought process, our conditioning. That's how he says the poor stay poor and the rich stay rich because it's a subconscious thing. You know, even though, you know, the thought process, it, it might not even be as strong as most, but what you've heard over and over and over for those first seven years is what programs your thoughts and what gives you your actions. Man, do you understand that? If you go back and think about your first seven years and, you know, go back, look at the pictures, think about what you were doing. What was it, seven years old? What is that? That was third grade? Is it second grade or something like that? Let me see. I don't know. Whatever it is, up to those first seven years, I'll say eight years, what you heard from the womb up to that point, um, you know, that's 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 our thought process. That's how we're thinking now. That's 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 the things that never get to be addressed. All right. So somebody said my line is choppy. Is that true? Hold on a second. It is choppy, Mister Fleming. It's choppy. Yeah, it is. Is me talking or is the clip that's choppy? It's it's you. You're you're choppy. I don't know. I'm pretty clear on my ears. I don't know how to clear this one up. Uh, Are you in a different space? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. And matter of fact, I'm on a, I'm on a, a landline, too. I'm not even on a cell phone line, so I don't I don't get that one. Um, wow, because it, it is. It's, it's, it's well, let me, time that let me try to see if I can hang up and call back. All right, y'all, y'all hold on a second. I can hear you, but keep talking. All right. Well, 
No, I hung up and yes, called back. Yeah, it's it's still choppy. It's still choppy. Oh man! All right, let me try the cell phone. Even though the cell phone is never really that clear, let's try that. Hold on a second. All right. All right, is this better? Is this better? Uh, say, I mean, you gotta say something a little bit longer, and that it's better. Okay. <laughs> okay, is this better? Is this better? Is this better? Is it clearer? Yeah, that's better. That's better. Mm-hmm, that's better. It is. Mhm. All right, so I'm gonna go with this. Um, I know in the recording ain't gonna sound the same, but I'm gonna go with this. All right, so. Uh, my point uh, was, if you listen to and think about, well, no, not listen, but just think about your first seven, eight years. And, and a lot of people say, well, you know, Tony, that's so far, that's so long ago. But you can. You can sit back and think about what you, what you heard at that time, what you did in the first grade, second grade, third grade. I know I can. I can visualize my first grade. I can, because I, I, I used to, uh, my mom was a school teacher, and she taught at this school way across town from where we lived, and I guess she got me enrolled in that school. So, But she had to be there early, and I remember that uh, she would drop me off at her uh, at this lady's house who was, I call my, my play mom, which was her best friend. She was a school teacher also. And so I would ride to school with her every morning in the first grade, um, and my mom would already be there. So Miss Allen would, you know, take me to school in the first grade, um, and I just remember getting in her car, riding the car, listening to the radio that she used to have on all the time and the things that she said. So I can clearly remember that. I can remember my second grade when we um, actually moved uh, – well, didn't move. We were staying in, in the same neighborhood, but this time I started going to a school that was close to me. Uh, I didn't go to the school where my mom taught at. And um, I remember Miss Pittman, my second grade school teacher. I remember the stuff that went on, and I still remember <laughs> – I can remember vividly uh, this one girl stole my, my, my homework and erased my name, put her name on it. <laughs> and I called, I called her and showed Miss Pippen where she was cheating. And, um, but I can remember also the conversation, you know, that was going on uh, in the household in the, in the third grade, fourth grade, um, in the neighborhood. Uh, and a lot of it was just, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, these super empowering conversations that, you know, that you get in a household where, well, it don't even, you know, as, as he says in the clip, it doesn't even have to be that super empowering. It's just the lifestyle that you saw that programmed you to think that way. You know, the success that you had, see, they, they didn't, in those, you know, you didn't see people, you know, count money. And remember I told you I used to watch, this was even a little bit later on when, you know, when all the school teachers used to go to Mr. Cooper's store, and I knew they were doing something else in there instead of shopping. They was in there getting loans. And a lot of stuff I could see as a kid, you know what I'm saying? I didn't say anything. I kept my mouth shut because that's what you're supposed to do as a kid, <laughs> keep your mouth shut. But that programming at that age, you know, a lot of times we don't go back, not a lot of times, it's never addressed. We never go back and think about it. 
and he clearly breaks it down here. Let's let's let me listen to this a little bit more here. If it doesn't freeze up on me. <laughs> Of course, it freezes up. That's why <laughs> I got figured that was going to happen. Let me see if I go back with it a little bit. If I start over, if I start over, I'm just going to let the whole thing play. Y'all listen to it again. I'm not going to stop and start it. I'm just let the whole thing play. And uh, hold on a second. Let's see. See, I think I think it's that whole conference call line. That's why I was. That's why this is not acting right, and that's why I was choppy. I think it's that whole line here. Let's see if I can do this. Start it over here. Boy. Oh. Yep. The whole line. So I'm gonna see if I can start this over. And then I'm just gonna let it play. Then we'll talk about it. All right. Looks like he's gonna do it. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving though, because <laughs> it's not. It's just spinning and spinning and spinning. All right, let's see here. I just talked about the conference call quality on the podcast. All right, I'm just gonna let it spin for a minute. I can talk. I'll just talk about it and then I'll play it. But pretty much what he was saying was that that you know, listening to it was so clear is that you know the only way to reverse that programming that we have is through repetition. You know, the visual stuff is great. You know, like like I'm looking at my goals and dreams on the wall right here. I'm looking at the stuff on the mirror, but that reminds me. It should remind me to do certain things repetitively every day because he's saying that that's what changes your thought process. It's the, it's the affirmations, it's the actions that you do on a daily basis. Not just the affirmations, you should do those, but it's the actions that you do on the, the repetition that you do over and over and over. The things that you, how you operate is the only thing that's going to change the programming. He said you could change that into a point where you do it so much that it becomes second nature. And it becomes a subconscious thing, kind of like the way you, the way we operate. Ninety-five percent of the stuff we do on a daily basis is subconscious, you know, stuff because we heard it so long and we were programmed at an early age to remember that. It's in our mind. It's there. That's why when you, you know, it's it's amazing when you see a child that maybe grew up, um, you know, going to work with their parents or you know, doing certain things with them, that programming starts at that age to where they think, okay, this is my life. This is how I should be operating. These are the things I should be doing uh, just because of that, because at that young age, you know, you see, that's why, you know, you see something like a Tiger Woods or or um, even the Jacksons or either Venus and Serena, you know, they were, at that age, they were groomed and conditioned 
okay, this is what you're going to do. These are the champions you're going to be. This is how you're going to operate. These are the things that you're going to do in your life over and over and over. A lot of us, you know, we didn't, we didn't have those things. Matter of fact, well, we would probably, most of us, I would think we, we, we would sit in front of a television, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's what we, I know that even when I got home from school, um, my parents were still teaching, so I would get home and I would be the only one there. I'm talking about, you know, maybe my sister would come, but we've done my third, fourth grade. So what would sit us would be the television. That would take care of us. So I would turn on the television. And, you know, with the stuff that I got programmed there. So I think this is working now. Let's see. I'm going to let this play out, hopefully. Let's see what happens. 95% of our life is coming from the programs of life, how to live life that we get in the first seven years of life. That's why poor people stay poor and rich people stay rich. The movie The Matrix is not science fiction. It's a documentary. Every human, and this is a fact, every human first seven years is, uh, is download a hypnosis. The brain of a, a child under seven is in a lower vibrational frequency. When you put wires on a, a person's head, you read electroencephalograph, reading brain activity. A child below seven has a lower vibration than consciousness. It's called theta. Theta is imagination. Oh, that's how kids play a, a tea party with mud pies, but to them it's a real thing. A kid rides a broom, it's a horse. It's, that's theta, imagination. Theta is also hypnosis. And the idea is this, before you can become conscious, if you don't have any programs, what are you gonna be conscious of? So nature makes the first seven years. How, what kind of programs are required to live on this planet? I say, how do you get them? Theta is hypnosis. You just watch, you watch your parents, you watch your siblings and your community because you have to learn how many hundred thousand rules, think about it. Just to be a functional member of a family and a functional member of a community, there are rules. I teach an infant these rules. It's like, oh, you don't have to. First seven years, they just they observe it and just download it. Look, this is not new. I mean, there's the famous book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And basically said, you come from a poor family and you could struggle your whole life and try to get rich, but you're not going to make it. And if you come from a rich family, you could be stupid your whole life and make it. Not because it was thinking, but it was unconscious behavior that was downloaded from rich families into kids, uh, which is unconscious. So they're, they're making the right moves unconsciously. If they engage their conscious mind, then they look stupid, but it's unconscious. And that's the same thing with poor people. Poor people have beliefs from the family Oh, you can't make it. Life's a struggle. Things are hard. Who do you think you are? And if that's the program you get, then 95% of the day you will sabotage yourself. And that's why poor people stay poor and rich people stay rich, because of the programming. 95% of our life, this is a fact, comes from those programs in the subconscious. Every day, only about 5% of the life are you using conscious, which is creative. 5%. So your life is being lived even though you think you're living your life. Exactly, and you don't see it because it's called subconscious, below conscious. And the Jesuits, for 400 years, they were boasting, and people didn't understand. They say, give me a child until it's seven, and I will show you the man. They've been saying that for 400 years because they knew seven years was the program period, and 95% of your life after that will be whatever that program is. So... You don't have to try and think about what happened. I just say, look at your life. 
The things you like that come into your life come in because you have a program that supports them. But anything you struggle with, work hard at, put a lot of effort into making it happen, why you're working so hard, inevitably you have a program that doesn't support that conclusion and you're trying to override the program. So uh, you don't need to do a lot of strength and psychology stuff. You just look at your life and say, where am I struggling? Because wherever you're struggling, inevitably it's a program in your subconscious that does not support that destination you've been looking for. The conscious mind uh, is creative and can learn in any number of ways. Read a self-help book, go to a lecture, listen to this program, and conscious mind's going to get some awareness. And I go, yeah, but subconscious mind doesn't learn that way. I go, right, it doesn't. Subconscious mind learns in two fundamental ways, naturally. Hypnosis, which is the first seven years. And after age seven, how do you put new programs in? Repetition. Practice. You want to drive a car, you didn't learn, learn how by just getting in the seat and put the key in. You had to practice driving the car. You want to learn the, the alphabet. How many times did you go from A to Z? Uh, you know, try to go to A to Z before you can complete it. And once you completed it, you didn't have to go back and do it again. So two phases. You want to train the subconscious mind? Hypnosis? Uh, repetition. The, uh, I like the last one because there's a new phrase that's bandied about called fake it till you make it. Mm. Meaning, if you're not a happy person, I say you want to be a happy person, then repeat all the time. I'm happy. I'm happy. I say, well, you don't look happy or anything. I say, no, I, who am I talking to? By repetition, I'm talking to subconscious. If subconscious gets, I am happy, and 95% of your life comes from that subconscious, there will be a point once the subconscious got, I am happy, you don't have to say it again. Okay. It will be automatic. And that's why we see people do affirmations and gratitude journals and stuff, because if you do that daily... It's repetitive. That's That's the secret part. Putting a sticky note on the refrigerator is more like a suggestion, but it's not a repetition. So it doesn't work very well. But you have to do, repetition is a, it's a habit. You, it's making habit. So you've got to do something religiously in the sense of repeating it, repeating it, repeating it to make it work. All right, here's the, here's the challenge with, with the repetition thing is that most people think saying affirmations for a year or two years or three years or four years is enough. Now, remember, you were programmed your first seven years. And not only that, you've been living with that program for years. You got a college degree, maybe. You went to the Army. You got a title on your job, your manager, something. All those things are with you, but you never address that. And so now for us to reprogram it, we think that that comes with just the, you know, because I think about the whole year I did the affirmations on the, on the call before. You know, but remember now, I've been doing affirmations since, um, what, 2000? I started doing that. I started reading my affirmations. I started reading my, uh, I mean, I was reading them for a long time. Then I stopped and I picked it back up and started doing it again. But then I started watching my words too, which is so important to watch the words. And I started using different words. And so that's been going on for 20 years, you know, uh, of me actually focusing on that. You know, I'm talking about literally focusing on that, catching myself when I when I get off track with my words or get off track with, you know, a lot of things. I'm catching myself and get back on track. I look at all these books I've read. And see, it ain't, it ain't you know, you can do it, but it's, you got to put some work into it. You know, you can't. Now, here's the thing. Some people's life is a little bit different than others. 
some people maybe didn't have as many challenging, uh, doesn't have that many programs that were instilled in them at that age, you know, but it's something there because he says, he said, the thing that you struggle with the most is what there, there's no programming for that. That means, or, or the program does not support your thoughts. So just like you see a lot of us, a lot of people that grow up, they don't, we don't struggle um, going to a barbecue because we saw that growing up as a kid. We don't struggle, you know, going to parties and listening to music and stuff, but we saw that growing up as a kid. We don't struggle when it comes to, you know, certain things like cards or, you know, things that we saw on a regular basis throughout our neighborhood. We don't struggle with that. It's the stuff that we struggle with is, hey, I'm in business. See, we didn't see a lot of that. Hey, I'm, uh, you know, I'm addressing my mindset and I'm, you know, we didn't see a lot of that. Nobody talked about that. That's that's what we're struggling there, and you know, to read books when it comes to that. We didn't we didn't have people in our neighborhood reading, you know, Think and Grow Rich or, you know, The Power of Belief and, you know, you know all the books that we read in our book club. We that's why we struggle with that. That's why because we don't have a program that supports that. Even our mindset tells us that. Well, I don't know if that's gonna help. I was um, I was uh, talking to a doctor the other day about my uh, you know I got a man I got a uh, torn light, slightly torn rotator cuff I don't know if anybody ever dealt with that and I've been dealing with that for the last year and that's painful it really is but you know I, I don't know if I'm a you know get surgery on it right away I need to but then I'll be down without one arm for like two or three months in a sling and I I I tried you know the other day to just use my one hand. Now, see, think, think about it. The rotator cuff is on the side that I use my – it's on my right side. That's my – I can see if it's on my left, then I can still use my right hand. Now I'm learning – I just did the other day, a couple of days, just to see if I can use my left hand and not my right because my right would be in a sling. And I'm like, whoa, man, you, you thank God that you operate with two hands. If you think about you only got one, then you start getting your blessings. You start thinking, wait a minute. How do you do this? And so I hadn't, I hadn't decided yet to go on get that done. And, and I was talking to him. He was telling me that, you know, it can heal. There's other processes you can go through, but the likelihood of it, I don't know. So he was telling me some things that I need to do to um, to help it heal. And, and I told him, and I said, man, you know what? This is a clear example because the stuff he was showing me, and I'm thinking, this is this ain't gonna help me. And I said to him, I said, you know, I do a training and I talk to people about books. And I said, I see now that's probably what they're thinking too. Because I'm telling you, Doc, that this ain't going to help me and you telling me it is. And I tell people on the team to read these books and their mind is saying, that ain't going to help me. And, I, I, man, I felt it right then. I was like, because he gave me these little exercises to do. And I'm thinking, man, how is this going to – Stop my pain, and how is this going to stop, you know, help this thing heal? How, and he's telling me it will. He said, now, here's the thing. It's going to take a while. And see, I don't, I'm saying to myself, I don't want to go through that tedious process for a while to try to get it to heal, and then what if it don't heal? That's the same thing with you all. I don't want to go through reading these books and all this other stuff, and what if it don't help me? Because I read two of them already. Just like I told him. I said, I did three or four of them. 
I felt just, I said, I did three or four of those exercises. I did three, because my trainer at the gym had told me to do these. And the chiropractor that I was going to told me to do these. I said, the same thing you're telling me to do, they told me to do. And I said, I did, a, I did them for a second or two, but I didn't continue because I didn't think it was going to help. Just like y'all, y'all read a book or two for a second, y'all get on a call or two for a second, and your mind says it ain't going to help, so you don't do it and you stop. And I'm telling you, you have to reprogram your thinking on a daily basis. It has to be a part of you. These books got to be, you got to, these books got to be read. You know, the affirmation of things that you do, the repetition, the things that you do in business has to be done over and over and over. The rejection that you, has to be, that's how you program yourself. He says repetition, repetition in anything. Because that's how you got it initially, but you didn't think about it. But that was clear to me the other day, I'm thinking. And I'm saying to him, everything he's saying, I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to try to get this, try to heal this thing naturally and do these little exercises you're telling me to do. And you know, Because even when we finish, it's like, man, Doc, you think I'm a – yeah. He said, you know, you know, it's a process. You got to go through it. You know, it's going to, you know. <laughs> I'm thinking – that's how y'all think when it comes to these books, because that's why you don't read but a few of them and you stop. That's why you don't do. But I'm telling you, like he told me, you got to go through that part of it. You got to you 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 got to believe it's gonna help you, and you got to continue. You can't go a year, and that's what most people do. A year, maybe six months at the best. You know, you're talking about if you read some of the books, you know, what, what was Mac and Gladwell books. 10,000 hours? You need to put 10,000 hours in. I know you, oh, God, that's just too much. Well, if you don't put the 10,000 hours in right now, what are you going to do? Okay, you're going to stop doing this, and then you're just going to sit at home and watch TV. That's like the person who says, well, 10,000 hours, that might take me five years. I'm 50 years old. I'll be 55. Okay, if you don't put the 10,000 hours in, in five years, how old are you going to be? You're still going to be 55, and guess what you're going to do? You're going to put the 10,000 hours in in front of that television. You're going to put the 10,000 hours in playing on social media. You're going to put the 10,000 hours in. You're going to put 10,000 hours in in something. Even if you're 50, going to 55. If you're 55, going to 60. If you're 30, going to 35. If you're 35, going to 40. You're going to put 10,000 hours in in something on a regular basis. Why not put it in something that can help you and change your life like the book? the stuff that we talk about, the calls, the repetition in your business, being rejected, talking to people, getting better at what you do over and over and over and over and over, the repetitive part of that. You can't stop and start. Stop and start. That's what people do. That five minutes right there explains it all. Because we're living off our thought process from, from, from the wound age seven. And we've got to reverse that. And guess what? That's not talked about in college. That's not talked about in the Army. That's not talked about when you're a manager on a job. That's not talked about. That stuff is still there. You're living off of that thing. It's, it's just subconsciously you live off of it because your program, that's your program that supports it. He said you get your beliefs from your family about who you think you are. He says. He said, you think you're leading your life, but your life is being led. Your life is being led by those first seven years, 
that programming that subconsciously kicks in. It's like it's like a um, when you try to train a quarterback who can run. And you know a lot of quarterbacks can't run, but you got a quarterback that can run. When the pressure get on him in in, in the pocket, he goes back to his what he can do naturally, which is run, because it's just it's been programmed in. He's he's seen it. He's been doing it his whole life. That's so difficult to try to keep a quarterback who can run in the pocket and learn how to just throw the ball because he reverts back to what he's been doing all his life. Like, oh, man, I asked him not to do that, but he took off. It, when the pressure gets on, that's what you do. It's like anybody else. When the pressure gets on you and you start thinking, you know, man, I don't know about reading these books. I ain't responsible to nobody. I don't have nobody on the team. And if I read for the next six months, I might not. So then the pressure gets on you. You just kick in what you normally do. Let's turn the TV on. Let's go watch some stupid stuff that we've been watching all our life. Let's go do some stuff that we did up from the womb to age seven. Let's go back to that process that we heard from the teachers in our neighborhood and the people in our neighborhood and the folks on our job and all this stuff. Let's go back and do that because that's what we do subconsciously. Because the stuff that we struggle with, which is trying to be a business owner, talking to people, there's no program that supports that. Now, how do you get a program to support that, the book? How do you get a program to support that? Repetition of being in the business. How do you get a program to support that? Audios like we just listened to. How do you get a program to support that? It's being in an environment with people that's winning. Like you said, the, the, the million, if you grew up in a wealthy household, you don't even, I said it before, you might not even have to read books because your program has already supported success. Folks, I'm telling you, that five minutes right there, even though I felt that, you know, I've been listening to this thing for two or three years, I've, we've been playing that. But, but the day, repetition, hearing it over and over and over. What are the programs in your thoughts? And how do you change? You just clearly said the only way you're going to change is repetition. And that's continual. That's not a year. That's not six months. That's not... Like I said, some people might change quicker than others. But you're going to have to learn to love what you're doing to keep it going because, you know, you can't just stop doing it. you got to keep doing it. That's, 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 the, that's the key. Whoever programs you the, the first is challenging to try to reverse that. Don't you think the government knows that? That's why they start early, you know, with kindergarten and first grade and second grade. they got to get the programming in. Because if they didn't get it first and somebody else got it first, that's who they're going to believe. <laughs> i tell you. Now, I hope you all just got what I said. Now, you might not. You might not. It might be two years from now, and you go back to the podcast and listen to this call, and then it'll click. Because think about it. I've been listening to that other clip. Even though I say it clicked, it didn't click like it did today. And what I'm going, I'm, I'm huffing and puffing with you all. It might not be clicking with you all right now. You might be sitting there saying, "What's Tony talking about? This ain't. What's that got to do? I need to give me a customer. I need to go." You might be saying that right now, and it's just going right over your head. Pew, 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 pew. And I understand that. That's why you have to stay plugged in every morning or, or onto something every day, listening until it finally kicks in. That's why you can't even learn in your business 
unless you get repetitive. That's why you can't learn in your business unless you're in, on all the websites, you're on all the calls, you listen to When I put information out, you actually watch it and don't ignore it. You know, it's all the stuff that you have to do for you to win. And that's why it's only a few win because only a few does it. And that's it. You can sit back and blame everybody else, blame all the, blame the company, blame the But it's you. It's you. All right, folks, that's it. All she wrote, paying the bills are broke today. That's it. I'm done. I just, I tell you. I tell you, go back and listen to, the, to this today. You don't believe it? Listen to it a million times. I'm going to play that clip every morning now. I'm going to find that to play it every single morning, at least to the end of the month. If I don't play it every morning for the rest of the year, doggone it, to where y'all just subconsciously hear it because, you know, you might not have felt it today. You don't know. All right. So let's get to what y'all really on here. Let's start. <laughs> let's get to the uh, – to the money. Let's get to the money. We got, uh, let's see, we got Faith with $5. We got Billy with $5. Billy in the game. Let's go. Let's see here. Dee, 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 Here we go. I need the name. <laughs> I need the name. No, just give me the song. Let's see here. Let me make sure my, my, my text is clear here. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Yeah, don't just give me the song. I need the name, and I need the. See name of the song and the name of the the artist or the group. All right, here we go. Yeah. 